Green Mountain Chronicles was originally produced for radio by the Vermont Historical Society in the 1980s. We're re-releasing them today as retro podcasts. Please note that any resources the podcast recommends may be out of date. We recommend you check out our website, vermonthistory.org, for the most up-to-date information. Green Mountain Chronicles number 45. School Consolidation. Farewell to the one-room schoolhouse. I just feel sorry for any teacher who has never had the privilege of teaching in a one-room school. And I think it's too bad for any child who doesn't have a chance to go to a one-room school. 1986, and the Lindenville School Board decides that the one-room school at Squabble Hollow, where Wilma Farman taught for many years, will no longer function as a multi-grade rural school. Few Vermont institutions inspire more nostalgic longings for a time gone by than does the one-room school, for many years the typical Vermont elementary school and once the social center of the state's independent local communities. They would have different uh, programs and everyone would go to listen to this, this, that, and I. Well, sometimes they'd have what they called a promenade or a dance at the school. A graduate of a one-room school herself, Bernice Wheeler later taught in one-room schools in North Montpelier and Craftsbury. There were these, these big seats where two could sit in the same seat, and uh, the older ones could help the younger ones with whatever they had to do. And as long as you could keep them busy, it was they were okay. <laughs> In a slower, more rooted time, the one-room school was a necessity. Travel outside one's neighborhood was difficult and impractical. But by the mid-19th century, emigration from Vermont was emptying hillside farms and schoolrooms. The Vermont School Report for 1900 encouraged towns to appreciate the advantages of larger schools and move toward school consolidation. Meaning by that term, one school in a community instead of several. Weston Cade is a retired director of the Vermont Historical Society. People seem to feel that if you had consolidated schools, you would then be able to enrich the curriculum with such things as art teachers and music teachers and so on, which basically was a fallacy, because if you wanted to do that, you did it anyway. They thought that it might be cheaper to operate one building rather than five or six or seven or eight buildings. The dominant word in the educational profession in those days was the one-room school is an educational atrocity. The only thing to do to improve it is to abolish it. Former teacher and retired commissioner of education, John Holden of East Montpelier, had, as a child, attended a private one-room school. My schooling before high school level was in what I learned after it was called a dame school. And I think the, the fact that I'd had that sort of pre-high school schooling made me think it's, it's not an atrocity. I still think that if you can get the right teacher with the right ideas and so on, uh, that it can be a wonderful way for a kid to grow up. Getting the right teacher was often difficult. Increasingly, graduates of teachers' colleges sought out higher-paying jobs in graded schools with better facilities. This, coupled with the perceived inefficiency of one-room schools, also contributed to their decline. From the, you might say, a narrow administrative point of view, it didn't make sense to have all these small schools out around here. From the teacher's point of view, there were drawbacks too. Some of the older students were not much younger than the teachers themselves, 
and as Susan Sleeper of St. Johnsbury learned, single-handedly maintaining discipline could challenge all of a new teacher's skills. We had a, a wood stove, a box stove, and I went out to get some wood, and when I came in, they had the box cover up, and they were swinging a child over those flames. Things like that that you just couldn't allow, you know. All of the one-room schools were not this threatening. Many former teachers and students agree that the attributes of the one-room school, close family-like relationships, multi-age learning situations, and a strong sense of community spirit, often offset the drawbacks of cold, drafty buildings, inadequate teaching materials, substandard outhouse facilities, and a lack of professional support. And whatever gains are credited to school consolidation, in many communities, the loss of the one-room school has removed a social center not easily replaced. These one-room schools provided the, the opportunity for a good deal of neighborhood sociability, which uh, evaporated with the end of the one-room school. Thanks for listening. This podcast was remastered by me, Amanda Gustin, and released by the Vermont Historical Society. If you've enjoyed it, please subscribe to get future episodes and rate and review it. Please also check out our website, vermonthistory.org, where you can find background information on these episodes, as well as other ways you can learn about Vermont history from home. The Vermont Historical Society relies on support from generous donors to preserve and share Vermont's stories. During these uncertain times, your support is needed now more than ever. Please consider donating today at vermonthistory.org slash donate.